Coming up, we ate even more food at Halloween Horror Nights 30, and we are very excited to tell you about it on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello. Uh, season's greetings. Season's spooky greetings, Rhino. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you dare get all holiday on me now. I mean, it's still a season nonetheless. It's the spooky season, and uh, we are quickly coming to an end of the spooky season, and of course that means things like no more Halloween Horror Nights, which is getting very, very sad to think mm. about. But you know what? There's still a little bit time left to enjoy it. So that's exactly what we're going to do. And of course, part of that is the food that comes along with Halloween Horror Nights. You heard our first round of food that we we tackled a week ago, I believe. Yes. And uh, we had to get out and try even more. So that's what we have to talk about today. But before we talk about that, we have to remind you, this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please, please, please head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote on your next Universal Orlando vacation. It will cost you no extra money, and you get that world-class level of support from a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. Okay, so very similarly to uh, the last food review we did from Halloween Horror Nights, Rhino and I actually took to the field to record our in-the-moment thoughts all about what we were having, and we did that once again. So uh, without further ado, I think we're going to cut to both myself and Rhino at Universal Studios Florida. We are back at Halloween Horror Nights yet again for more food. Still so hungry. We didn't try enough the first time around, so we needed more. I probably already explained that, so I don't know why I'm doing it again. But we are starting out with a meal from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre booth. It is the Coca-Cola barbecue, specifically the roasted lamb spit. And this is $10.99. It obviously comes with lamb dredged in barbecue sauce. Also another side of that Coca-Cola barbecue sauce because you can't go wrong with extra sauce. Then we have garlic sliced pickles and a piece of white bread. The saddest piece of white bread in the world, I will say that. I know barbecue is always better with that piece of bread or garlic toast. In this case, I'm going to go ahead and say it probably wasn't necessary <laughs> at all. But I'm very excited about it. So the lamb is basically done like the same way that you would have a, a gyro or a donair, I believe, as the Canadians would say. Um, and so it's just that shaved, shaved lamb, which... I really love. I love a good gyro or gyro, depending on where you come from. So I, I'm going to start with just a bite without extra sauce. They were dredging it in sauce, but I want to see if I want to see if it holds up without needing extra. I have thoughts about it without extra sauce, but I am going to do a slight dip in sauce here, just to get a little bit more and see if it takes it up to the next level. It does take it up to the next level. Uh, I love this. 
because that lamb is just like fall apart right in your mouth, uh, it just, it makes this so perfect. It literally melts. It has that like pepperiness and savoriness to it and mixed with that sweet, sweet Coca-Cola barbecue sauce. It is a perfect combination. I will just say that right now. I think, you're I think you're actually going to be very impressed with it. I will have a picky. garlic bagel. Give me a garlic bagel. A picky. It's going to be sweet though. No, it's actually dill garlic. Oh. So it's actually really good. Mm. It's really good. You know what? I'm just doing it. I'm slicing the white bread. It Careful. feels so stale. Careful. I'm gonna do it this way. You're gonna make it a little Sammy. I'm gonna make a little sandwich. I think it's for sopping up the sauce. Yeah, I know. Oh no. Oh, oh no. I'm trying to keep that away from there. And then, then, let's go crazy. Yeah, get that sauce. Let's go crazy, let's get nuts. Put a little sauce on top, but bam. Emerald Agassi approved. Chop, chop. I actually really love it. Rhino, your turn. I'm doing it the same way you did it. I'm doing naked bite first, which isn't really naked. I wasn't sure what I was gonna, I like, I like lamb a lot. Um, I liked watching them shave, shave the lamb to like pour the pieces onto the, this little tray. I'm gonna try it with the sauce. That sauce really has a Coca-Cola flavor to it. Like really, that like pure essence of Coca-Cola to it, which is really interesting. Gonna do a little picky. Oh, these pickles are good. That's a good pickle. I told you, it's surprisingly good. I'm gonna make a little Sammy now. I'm gonna do this thing, put a little picky in there. Do a little thing. Here we go, this sandwich has a hole in the top. There's a hole oh, in my no. sandwich. Oh, no. Oh, no. I see what you're saying. Mm. They should just serve it like a sandwich. I'd buy this again in a heartbeat. Like, what did we say this was? 10.99? 10.99. I feel like you get a decent portion of the meat. And then, I don't know, I like that it's on this tray that you can share it with people. Yeah. Yeah, this is pretty good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm happy with our choice. I know we almost backed out of the lamb, but this is good lamb. We have here from the uh, the Hill House booth area. Uh, we have one of Nell's tea party sandwiches, and we went with the Tempa Reuben. So this is actually one of the plant-based options. It has light life Tempa, Daya Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and plant-based Thousand Island dressing on a marble rye. I don't. It's not as it's not as funly sealed as the other one. So it's literally just like a little toasty sandwich. Just as buttery on the top, it looks like, too. Mmm. Mmm. I don't think I like it. I don't hate it. It's very cheesy. Like, very, very cheese-heavy. Like, I think that's my problem with it. It doesn't have... It has, like, way too much cheese. Also... I wonder if a separate butter was used for this or not. I doubt it. But, um... And, like, there... The... I guess I thought it was going to be saucier. Um... But... Yeah, I think this is one of those things where it's called a Reuben, but it's, like, not really the meat substitute type of Reuben. So it, it's, like, completely different. So, like, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, I'm biting into a Reuben, and I get something completely different. And the... Like, Reuben, you should have that 
um, there's not enough sauerkraut. So it's not giving me that texture that I want from a Reuben, which is like that, you know, coleslaw-y, crunchy a little bit. Am I wrong? Um, a little. Usually Reubens have more of the crunch from the bread, but then it's just that, you know, it's whatever, whatever they put on it in terms of the meat, whether it's, uh, you know, a turkey Reuben mm-hmm. or corned beef. Technically, they could put pastrami on there too. It's it's not it's, sauerkraut can have a little crunch to it. It's not bad. It's not bad. I just think for me, it's too cheesy. That's all. That's what I would say. Is that, but I will say this: I usually don't like Swiss cheese, and it doesn't have a real, that real strong Swiss flavor to it in the plant-based cheese that they're using. Um, it's just like it feels like it's one of those sandwiches where got the cheese on the both sides of it, and I'm a cheese right in the middle type of guy. I like to do my lettuce, meat, cheese. That's how I do my sandwiches, so it tells a story as you open it. But you should try this. This is our chance at redemption for the Hill House Nell's Tea Party booth. Last time around, we got the jalapeno popper grilled melt, and, you know, we probably should have just went with the uh, brisket one, because I've heard that's the winner, but no, we're we're going vegan, because we need to also throw that into that plant-based vegan stuff. And I will say, it was nice. The chef actually did, when he heard us order it, he did warn us, like, you know that's vegan, right? And apparently a lot of people have not known that, so that has caused some issues along the way. But I am uh, still looking forward to it. I really love Rubens. And I actually, I prefer the uh, a turkey Reuben, which I believe is called a Rachel. I am not a positive on that as I say it, but... I'm, I'm not I'm not classic when it comes to that. I'm willing to try all different kinds, including this one. So, there goes nothing. I don't think it gets better the colder it gets, though. Rhino, I'm going to have to second you on this one. I don't think I like this. Yeah. Uh, I like the butter on top, which I'm pretty sure uh, that is... I mean, maybe it is vegan, but it's not just that there's butter on top. There's also, like, salt, salt. on top, yeah, too. Yeah, salty. So, it's, that is leaving, like, a nice garlicky salty buttery flavor the actual um the tempa like it does have that cauliflower consistency to it but i don't know at the same time it's weird because it feels unnatural as you're eating this sandwich and honestly besides that i I agree with you there's not enough thousand island in here it's really falling flat in terms of like the sauce and flavor, and I'm not even getting a lot of cheese in mine either. Oh, so right, it was all smushed yeah, on my side. Again. This is just kind of, it's really bland. Besides the salt garlic on top, it's one nutter. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna eat it all. But I will say, as of right now, I am. This is another one and done for me. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we just get the brisket? I don't Why? Know. Why? Next up on this culinary adventure around Halloween horror nights. We have the Bourbon Candied Pork Belly, and this comes from the Sweet Shop booth that is uh, themed around Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Very nice. And the Bourbon Candied Pork Belly, of course, is a skewered, thick-cut pork belly coated in a bourbon-glazed shell for $9.99. And this thing was an absolute nightmare trying to cut. I know what you're saying. Why would you cut it? It's on a stick. That's not the thing to do, but obviously we want to share, so we needed to cut it in half. Uh, no place during HHN apparently uses real silverware, only uh, only plastic cutlery, so that made everything a lot more difficult. 
Uh, I was very concerned that my fork was going to break apart inside of it, and the knife the knife barely made it. It was very hard to get through, and I think it's because this pork belly is actually, like, terrible quality. I think we're each going to take, like, one bite of this yeah, thing I, and I, just throw it away. I am not um, I, I can't even, like, get it with... I'm just going to go Wait, in with the knife. Show me the, show me the, like, move this piece. Yeah, no, yeah. show me that side. Show you that side. Yeah. Looks like, it looks like a pork chop. That's kind of look like a pork chop. <laughs> okay, here goes nothing here oh, with this pork chop on a stick. Oh god, I might throw up. I'm <laughs> kidding. Mmm. Oh, it's my I'm turn. Done. It's my turn. Is I am it? done. Okay. I am done. <laughs> I can't. This is gonna get stuck in my filling. I can already feel it. Please I, forgive me. Like, forgive me for this. This uh, is the. Uh, Jalapeno popper and uh, and tempa Rubin. This is my retribution for it. I don't. I don't want to do this. I mean, the nice part is the candied part melts in your mouth. It's gross, isn't it? It tastes like. I just don't, you know, I'm not a big meat person, but even then, I'll eat uh, pork belly every now and then, you know, it's delicious, but, uh, this is like a shoe flavored like bacon and then covered in candy. It's gross. I don't like the texture at all, at all. Like, it's overcooked. Yeah, I think ideally you're supposed to just be able to like bite and chew through it and pull it apart. I think... The fact that it's so hard to chew through the piece of meat, like even if we had left it on the stick, it would still be too hard to bite through. I think, like, I don't know if that's just in terms of like when they made it or what. Like, I don't know, girl. I don't know. Uh, so for Monsters Cafe, we got the Flamkuchen. Which is the wood oven flatbread topped with creme fraiche, caramelized onions, Swiss cheese, and bacon. Good God. This event loves Swiss cheese and bacon. I feel bad. I didn't realize there was Swiss cheese on this when we ordered it. We should have got the potato pancake. I just want to point out this flatbread. This literally like is on like a matzah chip. And you can see right here, it is actually a square piece of cheese that somebody laid oh down here. God. So it wasn't even shredded. <laughs> And it tastes like what it looks like. But you know what? Still better than the pork belly. I mean, it's very... It's just... The bacon's crispy. The cheese is... It's like... You know if you ever made, like, nachos in your microwave and you left them in there just a little bit too long? And the cheese is, like, now fused with the chip like it's a brundle fly? That is essentially what this is and what it tastes like. I can't really recommend this one either. So there was a plant-based option that was available here that we had during the media event, and we thought it was good then, but, you know, obviously we didn't want to just rehash something we already had, and like I just said, there was also a potato pancake here. Probably should have went with that, but I also thought, like, hey, this is a nice splitting item. Just, yeah. I mean, just any, like, flatbread in general, but... I will say there's a nice portion that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pieces all cut yeah. up. So a generous, generous portion, but yeah, it's also 
It's also about how it does taste here. If I came to your house and had this and then got in the car and left your house, I'd be talking about how how we're not we're gonna bring food over from now on. It's very salty. Uh, luckily the Swiss, at least the piece that I just had here, was very Actually, no, I'm getting the Swiss in there, right in the back now. But the bacon and the the caramelized onions definitely do the heavy lifting at the front of it, as well as a little bit of chives on there. I'll be honest, I'm not as against this as you are. To me, this almost kind of tastes like a loaded baked potato, in a way. And so, or like, uh, what's the potato skins? This kind of tastes like potato skins. So I, I, I will say... It's drunk food. It is drunk food. So I think that's a benefit, especially, you know, if you're in the middle of HHN, yeah, you need a place to, like, relax and cool down inside Monsters. Like, it is empty inside here right now, and it's such a big restaurant that there's plenty of seating, so you can sit back, relax, and this is a nice salty thing to kind of get that, you know, get those electrolytes back in you. I don't think that's how it works. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I like, I like this, but... It also felt like we got an old stale one, and then taking photos, videos of not only this, but the bourbon candied pork belly, like, I feel like we did ourselves a disservice with this one, but, you know, I also like potato skins and loaded baked potatoes, so this is more for me, but would I get it again? I don't know about that. I don't know. It, it just feels like it's made with some cheap ingredients. Like, it, it's just, like, Swiss, no-name brand Swiss, and then, like, bottom-of-the-barrel bread. And again, but it's like what you said. Yeah. Drunk food. I agree. I agree with that. It is the cheapest ingredients possible. And that was a look at the food that we tried, and I believe we left out some uh, important details along the way, like pricing, as well as, uh, you know, I feel like finalized thoughts as well uh, with it. I think we were very thorough about some of the things that we did enjoy, but also not very thorough about some of the other ones. But uh, Rhino, of the four things that we tried this time around, were there any that you, you felt like were stand out, like you had to go back to get? Uh, I was thinking about one this morning that was the um, the barbecue was good. Yeah, I completely agree about the barbecue. It's just if I went back to get the barbecue, would I want to get the lamb again? Would I want to do the barbecue ribs? Those seem a little messy. Would I want to do the uh, the plant-based option? What I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I don't. I so um, this week I'm going with my friend RJ, who has never been before. I thought he had been before, but he loves to do. He's big foodie. He loves to like recreate theme park foods in his like spare time, and so he already said like, "Oh, I know, I want to go get like pizza fries and stuff like that, but I want to try all this food." And I was thinking like, "Okay, what of what we had would I be like, RJ? We're going and we're getting this: the peanut butter." The 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 deep fried peanut butter the no chance in hell yes no chance in hell yeah and um I was thinking like okay well what from the other night would be a definitive thing for him and I was I was thinking like really only only that booth and then I was like do I get the lamb or I mean I I would be curious I would be a little curious for the plant based option but um. I don't know. I think I think I liked the lamb a lot. Yeah. Like I'm definitely I'm not a ribs person. I'm not a meat on the bone guy. So yeah, I know you're not. But the only thing that points me to that is every single person I've talked to has recommended the ribs versus anything else there. But I do like good shaved lamb, and it was good. 
It's hard because, like, your hands are just so gross yeah. for being in a theme park. Even immediately when you wash them and then walk over there, it's already like, the germs through the air. Maybe if I put some gloves on right after I wash and then just eat with the gloves. Oh, well, I mean, that would... I do carry gloves in my Sandy Fanny. Fantastic, Rhino. But I, I completely agree on the barbecue being a uh, a big hit for a booth. And I don't know if they could bring it back next year, considering, you know, it fits along in the line with Texas Chainsaw Massacre and... You know, I don't know if they they can find a way to shoehorn it in next year, but I absolutely uh, would be thrilled if they continue their barbecue offerings, even if they would shove it inside like Monsters Cafe, like because it was finally it was finally pretty good. But what was uh, what the lamb was ten ninety nine, I think. Um, the lamb was sorry. Literally, my phone literally just went to sleep right before you asked me. It was yeah, roasted lamb spit ten ninety nine. Go to sleep. Shh. Yeah, and the only thing I disliked about that, I liked the barbecue sauce, sweet, but worked well with the lamb. Hated the bread. Actually, I mean, I liked the sandwich we made with the bread, but it was so weird. While I'm while I'm looking at the price, the picture I took of the menu, I think I would try the plant based one next time oh. because it was a plant based sausage, a sausage and chicken, and that sounds pretty interesting. So I I'm, mm. I might have to do that and report back. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wait to see if you actually get to that. Probably uh, not. <laughs> no, you'll probably go to the brisket. You want that brisket grilled cheese, finally, because we keep. You know, missing out well, on it. here's the thing: I'm a completionist, and we've basically had everything on the menu from that one place. And I feel like we missed the one thing where they were like, "Okay, this is a solid idea," and the other two are fine. Yeah, one's like, I'm not gonna lie, I did not care for the, I did not care for the Godfather, I did not care for the, uh, the vegan option we had the tempo yeah the even tempo. Th- thinking about it later i was like nah what was the price point on that one too i um, think it was 9.99 but not positive on that it. one was uh that one was 10.99 all of okay. them are 10.99 except for the traditional grilled cheese there which is luke's grilled cheese that one's uh, that one's 9.99 yeah. i think overall with the i didn't necessarily mind the vegan one i don't really care for that much soy and i guess the the, boobies. it's just all like that's all soy in there so uh i but beyond that it was more of just a texture thing i i yeah. wish they would have like we kind of said it was like close to cauliflower yeah. why didn't they just make it a cauliflower grilled cheese i would have loved that i would have loved i honestly like i want to make that now that sound that sounded delicious i think that would have been way better well i know what we're having for dinner for dinner tonight cauliflower i don't eat at your house so <laughs> but you be. like to watch me. Yes, exactly. So, uh, and then, of course, uh, we'll go in the order of how we actually like things. Then, of course, we had the Flamkuchen yeah. inside uh, Universal Monsters Cafe. And I, I, I mean, I ate all but one piece after we were done with uh, what we filmed on camera, but it was, it was mixed. I feel like if we would have had it fresh. Because the piece, the the flatbread we got definitely was not fresh. No, like we, I think we said it in the video, the cheapest ingredients humanly possible to make this thing, which was only eight ninety nine. But I will say the second piece I had was much better than the first piece. So I had an end piece that was really really crunchy and crispy, and then the next one was a little more of that flatbread texture. But I. I don't even know that this could be qualified as a flatbread because, again, I felt like it was a giant cracker with a slice of Swiss cheese and then somebody was like, bacon. Yeah, I mean, technically that it is still flatbread. 
I believe crackers uh, oh, are. It's close enough. I, I don't know enough about that though. Wheat but in its flattened form. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it was odd too how when we got towards the last couple pieces, like the first couple ones that we had were very balanced uh, and like not a lot of bacon, but all the ingredients were like well balanced. And then we got and uncovered the ones at the end, and they were like just all bacon. Like yeah, there was so much that Rhino said I'd. I do not care for any more of this. I, I will eat one more piece, and then the rest is yours. And yeah. I ate all the bacon. But uh, I, the worst thing that we have had, I think, above and beyond at Halloween Horror Awful. Nights, even worse than the jalapeno popper grilled cheese, worse than the flamkuchen uh, flatbread that we just discussed, I I think it has to be, yeah, and also worse than the goza, it has to be the bourbon-candied pork belly awful awful so so this is the thought i had about it afterwards i don't remember if we said it in the video or not but that like in order to achieve the thickness of the candied shell that it had like yes it looked interesting but like in order to 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 get it to be that right thickness it they couldn't have they couldn't have candied it while it was while it was hot so the that's the whole thing is that if it was hot that candied shell would just keep melting so i was like what's is there a food safe certified person that could talk to me about what the internal temperature of of uh, pork belly is pork supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, because I I feel like we were in the questionable zone. Oh, it, I you know what? I'm guessing that the candied process at some point like locks something. It's in. like when they used I to don't... mummify people in Egypt yeah. with honey, honey, mummy, mummy, honey. <laughs> Honey mummy. Wait, they ate the people with honey? No, they used to bury people like rat. They used to just like pour honey over them and it kept them like entombed. I don't know. I read that somewhere. It was on Fox Kids when I was a kid. And, you know, that was probably not very trustworthy. Yeah, I I don't know if I've ever heard that detail before, but it, I, I definitely think that the pre- I mean, I, I was thinking more of like Jurassic Park, the uh, the mosquito in the sap. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how you get dino DNA. I'm thinking the, the-, the same thing with the the candied bacon or hey, or the candied pork belly you know the candy like wraps around it and it preserves the so pork belly for inside for years yeah just yeah. leave it on the counter three years later we come back chop on it yeah, we yeah you're good stick a needle in it and we mix it with frog dna and we get pig frog i guess <laughs> sure okay <laughs> Fair enough, but this thing was gross. It was nine ninety nine, and uh, like we've mentioned in it, the pork Don't belly inside it. was disgusting. It was like a pork chop. That's that was the texture of it, Ugh. not like pork Don't belly. Not, but I can feel it crawling back up my chest right now. Like I'm gonna yeah. start gagging. Yeah, and it, you would think it would work with the sweet and the savory, but there wasn't enough savory. It was all sweet. It was just gross. It was really, really big miss. Isn't? And then when you look at like some of the other things that they had there, like the Monte Cristo waffle stick. I just wish we would have tried what that. What is wrong with us? Why we get that just because it's in the picture everywhere, and it was the one that was on social media. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it, it was bourbon candied, which, of course, you couldn't taste any <sighs> no. any hint of bourbon at all in there either. And, yeah, we, we made a mistake on that one. I think we should have went with the Monte Cristo waffle on a stick because that sounds delicious. Ham and cheese stuffed waffle topped with raspberry sauce and powdered sugar. Yeah, whisper mm. that one to me in a late night. No, thank you. So... <laughs> Okay, that that is uh, is it for the food that we had this year at Halloween Horror Nights 30. Uh, 
course, you just heard Rhino and I say that we are still going back and we will probably try more things. We will not be doing any more official reviews. So maybe we'll mention on our big Halloween episode what else that we were able to have at the event and uh, any any regrets we have from food we didn't get to try. We'll, we'll fill all of that in next week. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. So I really hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you had fun living vicariously through our food adventures. And if you enjoyed this, please hit the thumbs up if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and leave comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section below. And do not forget about this, too. If you're listening, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating and review if you enjoy the show. And of course, you can always support us even more by booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. But that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much, Rhino, for talking about food with me. And thank you. Okay. Okay. And thank you everyone out there for watching and listening. We truly appreciate it. And we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But remember, we still haven't changed the name. 